0: previously on I'll have a double. Well, apparently I drop I go walk around with a basketball in no, my hand just no, looking No, I'm just, just opportunity
1: to shoot. You, b- you, hey want? You would love this. It's a basketball oh, court. Fuck off. what I ever when You I ever played done? college basketball.
0: Okay, but have you will have you ever seen me walk around with a basketball? Well, before? we haven't
1: gone to a bar that has a basketball court <laughs> I still wouldn't bring a basketball. You don't bring a basketball. They have basketballs motherfucker.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of I'll Have a Double the podcast, episode forty-seven. Shout out to Playboy. right? <laughs> Go. You gotta have heart. You gotta have passion. I mean, he, he did the greatest like videos for oh, Cowboy Stadium for the, like the playoffs, and things like that. Oh. I mean, I got hyped.
1: So I just yeah, I was. Bumps. I was at the last playoff win against Seattle mm-hmm. two years ago. Yep. Uh, Was it too? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know time anymore. Okay, (laughs) Um, no concept. Yeah, it it was BC. We're literally living in the Matthew McConaughey "Time is a Flat Circle" uh, Mm. reference. We that's where we're at. But yeah, so we're there, and I'm already hyped. Like, dude, this is awesome. We're we're winning. And then he does that, and I was like, "Cowboy Nation." I was just like, (laughs) I I wanted to like rip my shirt off and have like a jersey on under it, and I run down, go through a brick wall. Ah, dude, is it that thing I love about Michael? Is that he is unapologetically the biggest homer of the Cowboys? Oh, he, yeah, he doesn't even it. try. He doesn't even. He
0: says we, t- on, we the, is, on the ESPN on NFL Network. Always, Michael Irvin is the man. He is yep. definitely the man. Uh, I'm Juan B. Hi, I'm Brent Crable. I'm Jesse Cool. What's going on, Jesse? What do you mean? Oh damn! See how the uh, defense, the, the arms just came up. Yeah, I mean he's like rope-a-dope. He's like Muhammad Ali on yep. the rope right now. And, and, and like, he said,
1: "What do you mean?" And then uh, the the
0: the the, the shit eating grin. I mean, you just you gonna just put it out there like that? I'm, I'm start swinging at you now. You already put your hands up. So uh, what's going on with you, Jesse? I I think we're good. You, we're good. Sure? Yeah, we're good.
1: Okay. Are you? Did yeah.
0: you? Um, thanks for letting us know you were not uh, DJing at at the Virgin. The yeah. Well, thank you guys for not seeing
1: anything when I. You there every Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, so, all right, so we yeah, so we talked about this. So like, if I post if I post a uh, a flyer every week for something I do at the same exact time every week, at some point you're gonna stop looking at the flyer because you just know you just know. You, just know you just know, and you didn't even really promote it to us of like, hey guys, come Friday night. Yeah. You never. I would. I might have. No, you I don't min- you mentioned it. I said.
2: It. I said I need y'all to come through oh, because remember okay. I said. Hey babe. Or I, I, I don't yeah.
1: remember. Yeah, I guess I didn't know what what it was. Like, yeah, if it, they're just
2: change it up. Yeah, they're, they're trying to change it up there, keep it fresh. Was it
1: I, was it better for you DJing at night than it would have been during the day?
2: Um, I like it during the day. It's more uh, I'm I'm more in the crowd. Yeah, with everyone, it was a lot more chill. But there was a lot of people that came through. A lot of influential people. The, the nighttime I mean. looks way cooler though. Does oh. look cool.
1: I don't really like where they. Put you, I yeah. liked it better when you uh, were no. DJing. At I like, the pool. I like
2: in. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. want to be in the crowd. I'm so like. Can you talk to them about that? Can you have them change that? Mm, maybe they can build a stage that kind of goes over. I mean, there's still like yeah. that would be cool. Figuring everything, everything out. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just, still you're still trying. To,
1: yeah, you're like on a platform above yeah. everybody, spinning around. Everywhere. But then they're like, don't <laughs> let him have too much tequila because if he falls off, yeah. <laughs> or, or he, he's going to cannonball off. Yeah. Yesterday was interesting because it it was it was about as light as it was the very first time we went, we, when yeah. we were DJing on Sundays, yeah. uh, which I didn't mind. But yeah. one thing I did notice is I, I didn't notice the music at yeah. all. Mm. I don't think.
2: Yeah. Because people are complaining about sound. Oh, the you, actual sound uh, being too loud. Yeah. Like who? The pe- like like, people that
1: say that are people that like yeah. they stay so, there? So I don't understand this. This is just like we were talking about with deep i I'm like, you, yeah. co- you don't go uh, to a place. It's annoying. You don't, First of all, if you're a fucking family with like little kids, kids, don't go stay at the Virgin. Go stay at, uh, go stay in, uh, at the the Gaylord or something. So you can go to the little, you know, yeah, Spring Hill Suites. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Go at the Hilton Anatole, whatever. Uh, don't go to fucking Virgin Hotel. Like, it's um, a party hotel. It's a, it's it's designed for the young, cool, hip. When you pull up and you see the cars out there and and what, like, you get the vibe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't see suburbans. Yeah. Station wagons, Volvo's. It's
1: just like if you come to Deep Ellum, you, you don't go and complain because it's too loud. I read a review for this place, the mm. case. Somebody was complaining about the uh, Deep Ellum Arts Festival and how it was too <laughs> loud. And I was like, first of all, if you moved down here and you don't even know about that. Well, like, yeah.
0: You just, you shouldn't be down here. And you complain about the Fair Park too.
1: Yeah, dude, Fair Park traffic. The fuck, man? I just don't. It's just, you can't complain about shit that, uh, you know, like, uh, you can't complain about getting COVID when you go out to a party. Nope. Okay? Can't you know do I mean? it. Can't. You can't complain. You might want to. Yeah. You, you can't go to a strip club and complain that it's not, uh, the, 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 it's not the sanitation, uh, or you go to the strip club and say,
0: why are these women, uh, I wish they put their clothes on. Yeah. Like it's annoying. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or go like, oh, man, why are they so nice? And they, they all talk to me, but they won't give me their number,
0: <laughs> but they want my money. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it was, it was fun though. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Uh, I, the, the most incredible thing happened yesterday.
0: The most incredible.
1: Okay. One of the most. I haven't heard about this. So, no. well, it's not, okay. I'm I'm building, building it, it up. up a little too much. So okay. Juan goes, uh, so one goes, Oh, see that dude. He's like, yeah, that dude's a pimp. And I was like, Oh yeah. But, I, but, I, but I thought though, <laughs> and I just thought you meant like, like the like just pipping, like, pipping, you, know. you know, he looked, he looked cool, yeah. but he, but he looked like a just normal yeah guy, normal dude. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, maybe he just pulls chicks, right? Mm-hmm, yep. uh, we all know those dudes that yeah, like yeah. kind of are un- unassuming, right? Yeah. But they just pull chicks, they just, yeah, make magnets. You don't know what it is. Yeah. They just got the thing. But then he goes, uh, no, 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 he's he's an actual pimp. He, and I was he like, is pimping? Yeah. Oh, what? And then not no less than two minutes later, he's on the other side of the pool talking to this uh, this this white chick, this mm-hmm. blonde white chick, and. Uh, you, the conversation is like you see it. I was like, oh my gosh! And then all of a sudden, she's following him back over to the cabana, and I don't, I don't know what happened or whatever. But
0: they all disappear once once he takes them around the corner. They, they just kind of vanish in thin air. That's incredible! Like so, and he didn't, and the thing is, he wasn't even like you. You can see how guys try really trying to like. You know, run his game, hollering at a girl, so to speak. Yeah. You kind of see the hand movements. He just kind of went over there and kind of like almost like I, whispered in her ear, just, kind of just said something. Right. She turned around, her eyes lit up, and she just started chattering. And he's just kind of going, "Yep, yep." yep. He yep. had her. How? Yep. What does he say? I mean, what
2: did he say to her? I don't know. I and didn't see any of this.
0: Yeah, what you, was I doing? You, 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 were, you were you were in a different world. Yeah, with Lisa Bonet and yeah. Guys, okay.
1: at, at one point, at one point, you were like laying backwards on the the thing. Um, you yeah. were laying upside down, like upside like a down. bat, like a, it was a, <laughs> um, But no, so my what I, what I started thinking was so like as a pimp, like is that a cold call? Is he like going out and cold calling for new business? <laughs> I guess. And I then, mean, so when he gets her and has her then go out and do her thing. He's getting what, like fifteen percent, twenty percent? Like how much? I, I don't know he what keep? commission.
0: I don't know what the pimp commission is. Yeah, what's the commission rate on that?
1: <laughs> but maybe we can ask him. I, I really would love to get. I would we love should to
0: have get, him on. I would love. What to is have him pimp on. commission? Is it? I mean, was it like fifty percent? Something I, crazy like
1: that? You can create your own rate. I, I think. I, well, I guess. I right. Mean, I mean, it's because it's not. There's it's, no. Uh, you know, there's no like it's not mandated by the no, SEC or anything. No, no, and there's no labor union. Yeah, there's none of that. So you can yeah. you can legit be like. All right, with with this girl, I, just I do to get 75%. her, to, she's she's a little lazy, so I got to go down on my commission just to get her to, to do anything. Uh, this yeah. one works a lot, so I jack my commission. You this know. Is, yeah, I mean,
0: I guess you got to know the areas too, and and different places of how how much commission you can take and not take. This but this is uh, just but, an but, awful conversation, by the well, way. Well, I know,
1: but the thing is, <laughs> well, the, the only reason that it was it was I even brought it up is because after you said it, and then it just like right in front of us, it was like wow. But I was thinking, what? How is there even? pimps anymore because now with like social media and stuff like can like, I, I thought that i thought pimps were dead too there's like 1099 you I know thought, just I, out there just yeah it's all, all uh, independent contractors independent now. contractors yeah they don't they
0: don't need a pimp anymore yeah they don't need like you know i they, mean some i guess some would need pimps for protection i guess you know i, I mean if that's if that's yeah you know, if that's the world that you're in but yeah i i would think now with the ability to go out and get your own clientele I didn't think you really need right. um, uh, the, assistance right. like that. The American dream—it's—it's kind of like the acting world. Like you don't necessarily need an agent anymore because nope. you have YouTube and you have the, uh, social media. So it's like I don't need this agent and give them, you know, twelve to fifteen percent of things that they brought
1: in when I can go out there and get it myself. I don't have—I don't have an agent. No. I, I stopped because they kept sending me on. Uh, I kept declining. They would send me on another audition to go like a uh, uh, Doritos commercial? No, I wish. <laughs> w- way worse. Like uh, to go like R- t- rental car commercials. N- no, even worse. It was like shit that would be on like a website of some obscure thing and you'd have to be like, uh, "Oh, this tastes good." And like Oh, you mean the billboard for the Kentucky Lottery? Yeah, dude, yeah. just the worst stuff and I would be like I actually did that. And I'd be like, "No, I'm good. You know what? Let's just not uh let's just part ways here i don't want to kill my entire day to
0: sit in a room for three hours so i can say mm, for yeah. like some insurance company
1: I, I when i was growing up thinking about being a movie star i really this really makes me feel good to hold this box of pizza and be like mm. close your eyes and, and really love it that's acting like, mm. that's acting that's how it starts that's how it starts you have mm. to do the bullshit
0: got right? that kids it's all bullshit
1: yep so be a pimp and be only an agent. And you can create your own, uh, you, you set your own commission rates. I, but the thing that I did take from the pimp, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you learned is, a life lesson, I,
0: is the ability to go to the girl, find the girl, talk to the girl, and, and seal the deal within minutes. Yep. And, and we were wondering, what did he say? You know what is he saying? Where's just just like that, and then walk, and they follow him. It's not one of those like you know how you see guys like they're like chasing the girl around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He talked to her a couple minutes. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" And
1: whatever he said, followed. Then you saw you saw something else. He had
2: drugs. Maybe I think really that's that's that's
1: that's it. Yeah. So like he walked by and was like, "I had drugs." He's like Molly. Yeah. yeah. She's like what? Uh, What? (laughs) What? Um, Uh Huh? Huh? It's like like a subliminal message, like something. Molly, Molly. And that makes sense because otherwise...
0: Yeah, what else could he have possibly said
1: I, or say? Yeah, because you did see she was, you know... And, I mean, granted, he was talking to a girl that, like, she looked like she was having fun or whatever. Right. But, but I mean, yeah. And then she followed over, and then whatever happened, and then he just sent her on her way, and then she she left.
0: Well, I told you, I, I saw the same guy um, a I couple know. weeks ago. And he went over and waved some girls over. They came over, they started talking. They all start flailing all over the place. And then he got up, walked away, and they all followed him. So we, that, that makes perfect sense. I want, I want to
1: have, I do want to have that guy on because I just want to know. We don't have to talk about him pimping, but I just want to know, like, what, what is it that you're saying to these girls? Um, is Not like, that we would try any no, of that. No, I mean, no, no. Well, you're you know, I'm married. You're married. So, yeah. And you know, I, I was speaking I for the know, whole show. I've got was, my I've got my have got my own playbook. And Jesse Jesse has his ones I'm okay. and twos. Je, I'm okay. Je, Jesse doesn't even say anything. No. Jesse's the guy that just is like, you know, things are good. And then all the girls are like, oh my god. Jesse, Jesse. takes his shirt off and changes the,
0: change the song and boom.
1: <laughs> change, change,
0: handsome. change the song. Oh my
1: god. Dude, is that what that a means DJ? So handsome. Uh, yes, a we've just, had this conversation. That's basically a all. And DJ doing.
0: just changes the song. Just, just changes, changes the song. song. DJ slash song changer
1: oh man you just go next (laughs) oh
0: so we have a guest a very special guest joining us today uh mr pete freeman from central track it was founded in 2012 and it is yeah and it's like the place where you can find like the latest and greatest in entertainment music arts restaurants bars uh, am I missing anything? Like what, what, what other things that Central Track do out there?
3: Uh, a lot. Uh, thank you for the kind intro. Yeah, we launched in uh, on two one two one two, February twelfth, two thousand twelve. I like it. And for eight and a half years now, we've been covering really just anything that we think is of interest to the young Dallasite. So yeah, those things that you mentioned for sure. But also, you know, in the last couple of months it's been a lot of coronavirus related stuff and also, you know, protest stuff mm-hmm. as well. So really just kind of like, but what I try to tell our contributors and even like our advertisers is anything that the young, outgoing Dallasite cares about, anything they might bring up at the water cooler with their coworkers at work, that's, I mean, that's kind of the barometer we consider in our own office if we're, if we're going to cover something. And I think that's a good barometer to just kind of yeah, look at as kind of what we do cover.
1: Right. And I, I, uh, I've been following you guys for a while. You can find the, uh, go to central track.com or add them on Instagram, central track, Twitter, yep. uh, Facebook, they're everywhere. But I, yeah, I was following you guys on, I think it was Twitter first. Um, this was like maybe six years ago. Um, and then just, you know, been, been keeping up and what I was describing, uh, to Juan, I was saying like central tracks kind of like the more underground and the no version over like a, the Observer or other things like that. I feel like you guys kind of take a different uh, – sp- put a different spin on it with, um, you know, I like the yeah, I kind of like so, the attitude and the 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 humor uh, approach that you guys have. It's not – it doesn't feel as corporate. You know what I mean? It feels like yeah. these guys are like on the streets. More and, organic. More yeah. organic, yeah. Yeah.
3: So I, I, I came up in the Alternative Weekly – you know ranks, which is what The Observer is. And I worked at The Observer as the music editor for four years before launching oh, Central Track. That was kind of my, my training. Um, yeah, I think traditionally alternative media has always kind of had that bent that you're describing there. And it's certainly one that's always spoken to me. Uh, you know, trying to find, like, being more of the people instead of, you know, uh, glancing at the people from afar mm-hmm. is a big part of that. Um you know, having kind of intimate relationships with our sources, where like they trust us, we're not just like randos who heard about some salacious incident at this one bar. So you know, like we we already know. The hope is we already know everybody at the bar, right? You know, mm-hmm. so that they're even coming to us with that info,
1: or you go to the um, bar, right? You're you're a patron at
3: that. Point. Yeah, or we go to the bar, like yeah. So there's that, and then yeah, also trying to just have a little bit more fun, be a little more subversive. Try you know, uh,
0: try to make people laugh and entertain them as much as we are informing them. Um, before we really dive into it. You're at a bar and you pull up to the to the bar stool. What is your drink of choice that you tell the bartender to make for you? I mean I'm I'm
3: kind of a dirt bag, so it's a jack and diet and a shot of fireball. Damn. Or a miller oh. life.
0: Come on.
1: Yeah. Fuck a Couple yes. different directions. Pew pew-pew like, yes. woo. That that yeah. makes me want to shave my beard and to, to a mustache, put on a mullet wig and some cut off jean shorts and meet you there. Yeah, I think the bar
3: that I've gone to most in Dallas over the years has got to be the Double Wide. If that yes,
1: kind of Double Wide, I love it. I uh, I lived in Deep Ellum for five years, and when I first moved to Deep Ellum, I was at um, the Mitchell Loss, and so the closest bar mm-hmm. yep. is uh, Double Wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I was at the Futura for five years, okay. and I used to yeah, I used to end every
3: night at the Double Wide. Yeah. Like even if I wasn't, if I hadn't gone out, I'm like, well, I got some friends there, I can pop in for a drink. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Kind
1: of, they, they always a dangerous thing these. that I
3: always kind of let kind of infiltrate my my life was uh the double ad's always on the way home yep
1: (laughs) and they and they uh they're 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 serving drinks until that clock hits two Um, 159 uh, 30 seconds that's one
3: of that's one of those places that doesn't even really get busy until one yeah yeah, it
1: really it really is I, i love it because they always have a um, they're always playing, like, 80s music, mm-hmm. um, always. Or they have, like, a DJ there that is mixing, like, 80s-type music, and it's... Uh, yeah, I
3: think it depends on the night, but ultimately, I mean, they're called the Double Wide, and they embrace a certain uh, t- tongue-in-cheek nature.
1: Yeah, I think last year, so we were talking about this last year, you, you did that uh, debate at the Double Wide, right? The, the yep. State Fair debate? State Fair. Uh, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Now here we're gonna cheers. We're cheering and taking a shot to you. Do I need to go get a shot? Let's take a shot. And what do we drink? And what do we take a shot of? This is Grand Orndain, uh Tequila. It is uh, an añejo. It's a it's a it's a great tequila. It's it's uh, very b- About like fifty bucks. Yeah. It, it's you you wouldn't normally buy this. Yeah. But somebody there pointed me to it and said, if you want a a good tequila that's not like your typical Don Julio's or no. whatever. You want something that's very smooth? Get this. No one really it knows about it. I love it. And uh, I, he was right. This thing's great. All right. Well, cheers, cheers, everybody okay. cheers to you, Pete. Cheers to you, Pete. Cheers. All right. Mm. Ah. Oh so, yeah. On a Sunday. So, um, you were talking about kind of who Central Track is and and whatnot. So, in yeah. Central Track, for for those, just to reiterate, they they cover everything Dallas, right? So. Uh, yeah. and, and Pete, are are you originally from Dallas? You've lived here your whole life? No, I'm from
3: Boston originally. Okay, And cool. then uh, I went to I spent, I spent went to Syracuse University to study journalism. Nice. Uh, I, my freshman year was Carmelo Anthony's freshman year,
0: so we won, we won a natty, and that was big. <laughs> he said we. Uh, yeah. Did, did, were yeah. you the one that yeah, passed the ball we. in the corner? Uh, were you, you that point guard that passed uh, Carmelo in the, in the ball no, in the No, but the, the
3: starting center was hooking up with the girl in, in – the room next to me in the dorms. So I felt like I was part of the team. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you basically were. And,
3: yeah, I, I knew a bunch of the players too. Um, but yes, yeah, so then I, I spent some time in Miami. I interned at the Miami Herald, and then out of college, I went to like I was just following journalism work. Right, right. out of college, I went to Colorado. That was the first alternative weekly I worked at. Is uh, in Colorado Springs, a paper called the Colorado Springs Independent. I was the arts and entertainment editor uh, in joke I made was I was the arts and entertainment editor in a town with no arts or entertainment and then uh when Dallas uh the Dallas Observer uh they had an opening they actually had been in touch with me for some previous openings before that I wasn't that interested in but the Dallas one for whatever reason maybe it was because it was just my time was up in Colorado and Dallas seemed kind of interesting uh piqued my interest so I came here in uh, late January 08, and I've been here ever since. Because Dallas nice. has a way of sinking its claws into
0: you. Pete, I wanted to talk a little bit about your Instagram live uh, interview with uh, Brandon Hayes on, on last week. By the way, that was a great sure. uh, interview. That was learned so much. Uh, Brandon Hayes, uh, right. restaurant owner, bar yep. owner, yep. Pilates
1: yep. place yep. Yep. owner, and, and we 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 kind of know him because yeah. Jesse, yeah, uh, he's an old friend. Yeah. J- Jesse DJed at the Whip, uh, and then Acoust DJed at the Whip. Yep. So you know, we've known. Pretty much
0: everywhere that he, all the places that he has ownership in, like those, are, those are all my favorite places. Yeah, those, everywhere I go, the good spots. Yeah, yeah, all, all, all the good spots. Um, and and can you kind of talk to some of the, uh, talk to the people out there about the the um, the lawsuit that they are that the local bar owners, and I guess I would say local, but I mean Austin, Houston, San Antonio, all of them are doing it. But can you kind of talk a little bit about exactly what? what That lawsuit all entails, sure. So, yeah, well, first of all, we've been doing these Instagram live interviews, uh,
3: be pretty much as a direct result of the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not able to get out. And The interesting thing is, most people are available, yep, for, for interviews. <laughs> uh, you know, case in point, me being on y'all's show, right? People are available yeah. for interviews if you ask, uh, you know, so we've been just been trying to take advantage of the fact that we there is a captive audience out there. I think we would have a larger. Instagram live interview audience now than we maybe would have before. So we're just trying to, we're, we're personally exploring other mediums. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had restaurant owners in the past on our Instagram live interviews. We've had bar owners in the past, but Brandon owns restaurants. He owns bars. He also owns um, like a fitness chain, Mm -hmm. like a a bodies chain. So, and those are three specific entities that have been having difficulty with you know, the mandates that are being put out by the or statewide government. So the impetus beyond that, to, the impetus to have Brandon on was the fact that he and another, a number of other bar owners have filed a lawsuit over the fact that bars in particular have been kind of singled out, I think, objectively by uh, the mandates where they're closed completely. Mm-hmm. Right, They can't even... Like, even if you're talking about a bar like the Truck Yard, which is mostly outside, like, they can't even operate, even though a restaurant can operate at 100% capacity outside right now. So, you know, we talked, you know, he kind of opened my eyes a little bit, frankly, in the sense that if the government is le- trusting him to be a steward of a responsibly opened gym mm-hmm. and restaurant, why is it so different that they won't trust him to steward a like drinking experience especially uh when the restaurants are currently able to serve booze yeah restaurants. so it's not like it's totally you know alien to him Mm -hmm. i think there's nuance there in the sense that you know there probably are some bar owners in bump texas who aren't as responsible and 360 in mind that brandon is uh but he brought a lot of interesting perspective to, to my mind and we basically just talked about all that and talked about uh, the difficulties he's having and the hope that he has that the uh, really he just he felt obligated to not sit on the sidelines as bars were singled out. Like he, he just was like, I have the opportunity to speak out. A lot of bars are hurt financially and can't afford a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. He's kind of doing one on their behalf.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's it, it is. It's been very interesting to see um, how all this plays out. Uh, as far as, you know, what's open and what's not, um, right now, you know, restaurants or other places that kind of find the loophole of not being a a bar quote unquote are Mm -hmm. open. And so those places are, you know, have people going there and the bars don't. And then I get it, you know, the the spread and whatnot in bars, you are probably, you know, as you start getting a little tipsy, you're going to get a little close. But my thought is, look, those people are making that choice to go there. And if they get, if they get it, they, they, they probably in their mind said, "Look, I I'm, this is the risk I'm taking," and you but I know. still think that's
0: once again, though I think that's all still speculation that that's what's happening, and yeah. and I think that's why the bars uh, were upset. It's like, wait a minute, like you have no data to show that yeah. bars being open is the reason why the spike has has occurred over the last month or so, and I think that was the the biggest issue. But uh, Pete, I, I was watching the interview, uh, and I, I and it's funny you say that you, you kind of opened your eyes, but I kind of felt like you felt a certain way early on. And I think you can, and then all of a sudden toward the end, it felt like you kind of, you know, kind of softened your experience, your, your, your viewpoint. But do do you think the bar (laughs) should be open? You know, I kind of feel like it either everything's
3: open or nothing's open. Yeah. That's kind of my opinion. And I feel like, unfortunately, uh, people do kind of yearn for that regulation, you know, like either, either it's all or nothing. Like, you know uh unfortunately i'm not i'm not sure that I, I that i do trust the greater population to be smart about mm-hmm. things but uh, you know uh that th- these are the questions we're all forced to to face right now ultimately you know my goal in asking brandon on was to give him a platform right because i thought he had an interesting perspective mm-hmm. and that's ultimately my goal with central trek is to uh, spark a local conversation. Yep. Right. And if, if there's someone who I know can speak intelligently on an opinion, whether it's one I agree with or not, you know, I want to uh, open my reader's eyes to that, you know, varied perspective. Um, especially if it's one that is being put out by someone who, you know, I think Jesse was saying like, he loves all of Brandon's places. Yeah. So like, I think a lot of Dallas sites do too. So if Brandon is actively engaged in really like an important conversation that applies to the entire market, yeah, I think it's actually the responsibility of Central Track to provide that platform for him, um, and I don't think that's the way another publication might necessarily look at things. I don't know, man. I you know I get really frustrated when I see pictures of like people I'm friendly with at like a pool party and there's 20 of them with their masks off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because so, so many others of us are staying home and like not going to pool parties because we think it's a responsible thing to do. Now I don't necessarily think that makes those people bad people. And if they're, none of them are, you know, uh, positive, you know, and testing or whatnot, then ultimately it's kind of moot. But like, we're all taking our uh, like proverbial medicine Mm-hmm. Right now. Right. And I, th- you know, there's, there's just, there's a lot of there's a
1: big opening for, for, I don't know. I think everything right now is a process. Cause we don't know this, like we don't know where anything's going. Right. And I think there's two sides. Cause I, what I was going to say is I, I, so I have a, a I'm going to, you know, WhatsApp group chat. Right. And there's like 15 of us and 10 of them all live in little Elm, mm-hmm. and they're married and you know, like they, they're, they're staying home and they're, you know, and, and anytime uh, they see a, a friend of theirs or whatever go out or do anything, you know, they post a picture and they're like super spreader. Yeah, and I, I think what it well, is. Well, like
3: Jess, you Jesse, you've been DJing. Yeah.
1: Out I, at I bars and
3: clubs and hotels that have been open. I haven't. Have really you been gotten in the blowback? Uh, yeah, I have what a hotel, hotel cool oh, party. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: Hold on. You know, what, what, what cool clubs
3: you've done at hotels. Yeah. I know you That's have. That's
2: all I've been doing. Have you all got, I've been doing is when you're open post, air. When you're
3: posting that to social media, are you getting blowback? Yes, a lot. Every week. Like from who? From randoms? From friends? From, from trusted? Friends, from yeah.
1: randoms, all of it. I, I think it's the people that are in. And, and, all right. So one thought is there's there's people that are, are upset that you're doing that but it's only because they're not and it's because that they're being responsible and not going of jealousy
3: out involved in all there's definitely a tinge of jealousy i think yeah. involved in some of this yeah. but sure. i think some of that to, to you know to play into that argument because i think these people believe that this is this is extending the damage you know i i and i i sympathize at that point because well, i kind of believe Listen, if we all just fucking stayed home for one month. Right, done. exactly. That, I don't think Now we're going to be like, people go out, like, that means we're going to be in this for another six I think, more but months. But I don't for think it's me, on it keeps Jesse, though. Changing. It's changing. Yeah, it's it, changing. But, but it's, on, it's not on I don't, you. I don't, I don't necessarily blame anyone, but I think yeah. it's just like, that's the frustration of the argument. Right. It's, uh, it's, I am curious to hear more from Jesse, though, on this. Yeah. Jesse's been out. Yeah, it. I've been out. Uh, so. Would you take a gig at like an indoor space or only outdoor?
2: Right now, no. I don't I'm trying to but not. is
1: but is it only because you would worry that you would get judged too hard or is it well, on the safe side yeah, or, or are you worried you're going to catch it
2: I am I, I think it's a little bit more unsafe like it's for the and the same reason why I don't go to the gym because I don't want to be around the, those those two yeah. places the mm-hmm. clubs and the gyms those are the worst places.
1: And that's what I was saying. Like, it, uh, people shouldn't be mad at you. It's the place that's open, yeah. right? I mean, either either everything should be shut down or everything should be open.
0: Yeah. I mean, just like everything is, has become a, you got to be on this side or this yeah. side. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like either you're for or on this side, uh, that's for, or you're on this side against. There's no yeah. middle ground. There's no. I think that we can compromise and 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 make people safe and at the same time be out. It's like no, you either stay at home, you know, and 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 quarantine yourself. Or you go out there, you're a super spreader. You know, it's like, and we're going to yeah. shame you if you do it. And I think that that's the problem right now that I have. I don't have a problem with anyone saying, hey, I don't feel safe going out. Okay, fine. Stay no, home. Absolutely. I'm I'm going well, any- I th- I think, to. I think
3: ultimately what it boils down to is like, I mean, listen, the, the four of us can have our opinions and that's cool. And we can have a cool debate. And, you know, hopefully the people in charge are listening to the experts right in either way but i think the the most important thing and i think the most frustrating thing is that the people in charge have let this become a partisan thing yeah they are not saying you know anything consistent either way and there are bar owners like brandon who feel targeted and i think rightly so so you know either we like whatever the decision is One needs to be made and needs to be stuck to Mm -hmm. and we need to adhere to that guideline. Like, you know, say what you want about closing hairdressing salons or whatever. Right. But like the, the fact of the matter is we live in a state where that was barred and then Shelly Luther openly Mm -hmm. brazenly went against that Mm -hmm. order and then was pardoned for it. Like they, like they, they pardoned her for breaking their law. And like so, then what's the point of your law? Yeah. Right. So like, my point is, you know, take your your pick of all the way open or all the way closed. Just fucking pick one. Right. And stick to it so that we can watch one of these scenarios play out. Because, I mean, this is just like fucking anything, right? If like if you're playing baseball, you like you got to commit to swinging or not, right? right? If you don't like, there's no in between, right? So like
1: I have a half swing between, is still it's, strike. It's,
3: yep. It's the but it's the in between that kills you, mm-hmm. right? So you gotta commit one way or the other, and the the partisan waffling is the most frustrating part.
1: I agree, and I think uh, so. I have a friend; she uh, lives in Chicago, and I think they were pretty much shut, like all the bars and stuff were shut down. Mm-hmm. Like when we opened back up, they were still shut down, and now they're kind of opening back up, and they're going out and we're shut back down. Sure. It's because they, they fucking committed, right? Yeah. They were like, nope, we're, we're shutting down, we're doing it for two months, whatever the case yeah, it's is, like and now it's things like are comedy, over- right?
0: Commit to the bit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's funny you start at Chicago. I mean, New York. We thought New York was going to be buried until 2025. We thought that New York was going to be the, the cesspool yep. of the United States based on what we were seeing in March and April. Mm-hmm. And now New York is starting to look at Texas going, God damn, you guys are fucked. You know, yeah. I mean, because I mean, I mean my, my job, you know, is in Basin, New York, and they're now re- calling, reaching
1: out to me going, man, are you guys are OK down there. It's like, cool. like,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that from my sister who lives
1: yeah. up there. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. It's it's so Texas because we want to be we're so stubborn, but we want to be like, hey, man, you can't go to a liquor store on Sunday because of God. But Monday through Saturday, I'm drinking the shit all day and drive. like what the fuck? Like it, none of it makes sense. Like this yeah. is so dumb. That we are like this and... Not want to wear a mask. For, yeah. For thinking it's a political reason why Whatever. you don't want to wear a mask. It's 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 so ridiculous. And that's why we're in the position that we're in because we, we don't... It's like we can't have somebody that, that thinks logically that just goes, oh, shut down for like a fucking month. Don't do shit. It's going to suck. You know, and then and we're like
3: good.
1: I don't agree with Governor Abbott on pretty much
3: anything. <laughs> but like, if he stuck to what he said at the beginning, we'd be in a better space than what, where we are right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, just taking... Like, I'd rather we commit to even a position that I don't agree with then bounce back and forth between because then yeah, nothing's happening. Right. Like the fact that Shelley Luther brazenly ignored governor Abbott's own order. And then governor Abbott went on Fox news and applauded her for breaking his order is just the most mind boggling thing. And it doesn't get discussed enough that, that this woman violated his specific order. And then he went on Fox news and applauded her. Like, that's just insane. like, in what other world? Like, yeah. make a fucking decision, man. And, when, and, and also, whenever. The they're, all just, they're all just playing to their base, yeah. right? And, and he realized, oh, this is not working out well. And, you know, but they, it just shows you how spineless, all of our leaders, really. Yeah, are. It's, it's really unfortunate. Uh, and I think, if anything, this pandemic and the ensuing social unrest, which the pandemic, has probably fueled in part because people are, unemployed and available to go to these protests and they're also maybe more upset because they have more time to watch these videos and they have more time to get involved in research and they're just captive audiences but man all i'm learning right now is that there is an extreme leadership void on the local state and national levels all throughout this country
1: when, so I, I did want to bring up though, you, so you were very involved in the uh, protests that, that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you were on the streets and you were, uh, you were uh, doing a ton of uh, recording and, and posting um, and, and just being out there for a pretty, pretty much every one of them. Right. And you and central track was covering oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so I'd love for you to kind of explain just what you saw and, and, if it, you know, opened your eyes to anything or, or even made you change your views on anything? Yeah, I mean, it was some
3: of the wildest stuff that I've ever experienced. And this is the 51st day of ongoing protests in yeah. Dallas, um, which is a long ass time. And, you know, some of those protests have been, you know, smaller than others. Uh, of the 51, I'd say that Central Track is been at probably 47 or 48 of them in some capacity be it like a freelancer or contributor or me or a a streamer actively being out there that's how we started covering this stuff initially i started doing it on instagram live and then we were doing restream across twitch facebook instagram live periscope twitter all that at once um but yeah the first friday I was out there, uh, this event started at um, the Jack Evans Police Headquarters in the Cedars on Lamar Street, and then a march broke out from there, and then that night at about 9, 9.30, the cops just interrupted this private march and started kind of like trying to enforce a presence mm. amongst the protesters. And, you know, as I've kind of said multiple times throughout this, if you're protesting police brutality and then dozens of cop cars screech to a halt with their sirens blaring within 10 feet of protesters in full riot gear and get, like, face-to-face to to protesters, that's kind of an act of aggression in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the protesters are going to react negatively. So, you know, I saw that first kind of conflict and exchange of words and more uh between protesters and police on that friday night and then on that saturday uh, i went back to city hall and covered more of it and i got tear gas multiple times i even got hit with a flashbang that exploded on my leg oh man while, while, while police officers were pinning protesters up against the wall of city hall so uh i've been i've been actively in the throes of stuff you know i was out there on the bridge when the mass arrests happened on that monday night um and you know we were the ones who broke the news that there was a court-ordered injunction on the use of tear gas pepper spray mace wooden bullets rubber bullets so on and so forth so and we've been out there covering since we've really i think done a 360 coverage of the protest movement and we were able to do that and kind of equipped to do that because protests are kind of a young man's game and kind right. of a young Dallasites mm-hmm. game, and that's something that's always been of interest to our readership for the reasons I discussed earlier. Right, that is the water cooler fodder that people are going to talk about.
1: So I do want to ask you about to, to shift to shift into a. I don't know if it'll be more fun topic, but just in a sense of like comedy, like what we were talking about, comedy films, all that. Since you've been in Dallas, in, you don't think
3: in, what we've talking about has been hilarious,
1: <laughs> man. Well, I just uh, I, I don't laugh out loud a lot. I laugh inside. <laughs> uh, L, uh, uh, I guess that would be uh LLI if you do a laugh inside, not a laugh out loud. Anyways, <laughs> um, so so laughing quietly, yeah, laughing like quietly. It. But so in just in your time of being in Dallas, um, you know, you you've been in you know in journalism, right, and then Central Track 2012. Um, just looking around at kind of our, we're a top five, you know, top five market, right. But it seems like for comedy, um, this is not the place for that, you know, and I've been involved with Dallas comedy house for, for a long time and then started branching out, doing my own thing. And it just seems like for doing films or comedy, um, the the people in yeah, Dallas I mean, don't necessarily have as much appreciation for it as as uh, some you know other places like Chicago, New York, and and you know LA and places like that do. And
3: this is a massive conversation that probably merits its own podcast at one point.
1: This is the conversation but- I wanted to have. Let's do it.
3: <laughs> uh, I want to hear your thoughts. The Dallas Film Commission is a fucking joke. Yep. The Texas Film yep. Commission is also pretty much a joke. Um, that said. There are some brilliant minds in the local comedy scene, and one of one of like my life hacks is like a journalist, and I tell other editors this all the time, is that comedians, stand up comics, make for incredible like freelance contributors. Mm. Like they're smart, they can write well, they have good thoughts. Like we've employed a number of comedians over the years as writers at Central Track, and I think I think that's been a, a smart kind of adjustment on our part. I've been involved, in, you know. I have a lot of friends in the local com- comedy scene. Uh, I've done some open mics myself. I've been the bringer at, at a couple shows uh, where I've been like the celebrity guest. Um, but I think, like, yeah, I think the comedy scene in Dallas is really interesting. Um, yeah, I think I think it's really strong. What's What's really interesting, and I am working on a story about this, and I'm I'm curious to know y'all's thoughts on it did you guys know that the Addison improv was the first comedy club to open up after the uh, initial shutdowns? Hmm. No, I did didn't. not know that. I didn't know that it, it was. And it was like, uh, uh, not only with local comedians, it's it was the first club to welcome touring comedians like Mark Normand or Normand. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but the guy who had that YouTube special and he's great. Mark Normand, uh, he did a set at, uh, at the improv in Addison and, he, did a, he produced like a mini doc on it for YouTube. Um, hmm. And then, yeah, a bunch of touring comics have gone to the Addison Improv in the last couple weeks, and then the Houston Improv opened up after, and then kind of what you had happen was like like Rogan came to town for uh, an appearance. Really? I don't know if he went to the Addison Improv, but he definitely did the Houston one. But basically, you had all these LA and New York comics who couldn't perform in, yeah. in their markets, and they were coming to Texas because we had the only clubs open. And you know the improvs which are a big national brand um chose specifically to have those clubs be the openers and they employed certain you know precautions that you know I, i hope to explore i've been i've been like texting back and forth with the um like management crew at the improv in addison and with a bunch of local comics who have performed there i tried to get mark norman to uh, agree to an interview but he turned me his people turned me down uh oh, but i think people. we're gonna uh you know but that's interesting right you guys didn't know that no. improv was the first club did
0: not know so that.
3: there you go so dallas is literally at the forefront of the national comedy scene do
0: you have you have time for another shot yeah we're gonna do one more shot Pull the oh, I'll have it a double. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Take two shots. Yeah. We
0: gotta- <laughs> now we're <laughs> we gotta, talking. We're to do this. So and
1: we're, um, we're going to do the rapid fire uh, question of uh, it's Oh, is there be, a lightning
0: round? Yeah, there's a, a lightning, lightning
1: round. And it's going to be nothing, nothing political. It's going to be just the most ridiculous <laughs> right, question. Dogs. My dog's. <laughs> Bring your dog. Have your dog answer. We shoot, then lightning round. Shooting lightning round. Brought to you by. It's like the feud.
0: Here's all to right. all the hot people in their you 20s. I have a sponsor.
1: No, we not don't. yet. We're, not working, yet. On We're it. working on <laughs> it. Well, we, we do. Oh God, Central oh, Track. I
3: interrupted a great sound bite. I want Jesse to do that cheers
2: again. Oh. I said, here's to all the hot 20-somethings in Dallas. Hey. All the hot people in their 20s.
1: And all the hot people in 20s. Isn't that a great
2: quote, though? It, really it is. is.
1: And it's so true because-
3: Dallas' is greatest natural Every is time,
1: Every time I'm in a du- in another city, LA, wherever, they go, oh, Dallas, man. Dude, the chicks yeah. in yep. Dallas are so hot. Like, yep, you yeah. know. And it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yep. Everyone's hot here. So-
3: you know what opened the it to you. The, the floodgates there was uh, HD TV of Mavs game. Like you could watch a Mavs game and see the people in the background, the pretty people.
1: Yep, which is true because in that <laughs> lower level, it is not. Nu- it's a, It's an old dude with a with a with a like a, a floral uh, button up. Yeah, and the um, and the ridiculous. Je- what are those jeans? The uh, Ed, the uh, the no, yeah, what it, yeah, the whatever. And then, and, and a hot chick, a hot young chick with, with you know, hey,
0: Charles Barkley 10 years ago talked about his favorite cities to play in, and he said, LA, Dallas, Houston, and Miami. He said, had the hottest women, Charles, yep. Charles, tra- 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 that was before Drake made
1: that song. I got a question for you, P. Hell yeah
2: um i don't know if you can say your favorite but uh who is one of one of your favorite artists out of dallas right now right now
3: yeah um power trip probably okay and mark Rabier both mark,
2: oh,
1: mark dude Rebier. mark is uh man, i he was on the ticket uh not too long ago with uh with yeah. dan and jake they did, they did, they did a um, zone with Bob and jake or dan and jake yeah. um
3: the uh you know um Joshua Ray Walker is absolutely. Oh, yeah. Kind of He's right getting here. a lot of. Uh, um, you, know, I think Dallas, you know, Dallas has always been an unheralded music community. And I think right now we're seeing a lot of great stuff. Like, there, I mean, what I, what I really pride myself on is when someone tells me what kind of music they like, mm-hmm. but they don't listen to local music. And I'm like, well, here's five right now that you, right. that you no. care about. Give us
1: five. Give Pete's five.
3: You're great. Well, all right. So I just said, Mark Rebier, Power Trip, Joshua Ray Walker, the Texas Gentleman. Oh yeah. And uh let's say uh let me throw like a curveball in there. Welcome center is kind of like a oh, okay. postal service death cab thing.
1: Whoa. All right,
3: what
2: was
1: that We're again? Tell me that. that, down tell me that right now. T- yeah, tell me that name again. <laughs>
2: Uh, Welcome Center, they're called Welcome Center. All
1: right. No, you, when you said uh, so, I'm a huge Death Cab fan. Obviously, yeah. postal service, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, are oh, they gonna ever make another album? So when you said that, I'm I'm in. The, uh, all right. So Juan, give them a lightning round. What's the lightning round? This come on, like, li- lightning round.
0: We didn't prepare for this. Uh, what's you, what,
1: <laughs> what restaurant? All right. I like, I so like, where what, you going with what, this lightning what, round? What, what, like, all right, go for it. We didn't what know. All right, it. lightning round, go what, for it. What, what restaurants? What is that what is Pete's like top restaurant? Where is where where do you go that like it's the place that like it's a Friday night and you're like, fuck, I'm I can't wait to go to this place. Like, what's this your is spot? Po- this is pre-pandemic? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre pandemic, right? I mean, you know I'm a
3: big glorious guy. I love
1: oh, old school. Okay.
3: Glorious. I'm actually old faithful. I Doing
2: the owners the floors uh, right I've now. I've had uh are
3: oh, you guys familiar with Standoichi? St- no. Standoichi? Ichi just st- opened up. It's a it's a sandwich pop up run by the Niwa barbecue guys. Oh, that's my favorite. Fi- okay. I love that spot. That's <laughs> my spot. That, they're, doing, they're doing like little like beautiful Japanese sandwiches and bento boxes. That's, oh, wait, this is is this they, the thing? They, that's they,
1: on the they, side they, of Niwa. Yeah. Yes. We'll go like there. tonight. The that's real. where I've been they seeing only,
3: a they, line. So, they have so few food that they only they open their menu at six p.m. on Sundays. Should they announce it like earlier in the day? But then it opens at six PM, and then their whole menu sells out in the first like hour. Shout out to my man Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Niwas killing it. Yeah, man. Uh, Jimmy's the the man. And Jimmy got a uh, grant from Deep Elm One Hundred, which is the organization I'm involved. Nice. Well. You know, I love I love the All Good Cafe. Mm-hmm um i love let's see no
0: what what about I said what about like vegetarian vegan type places because that's that's you know a lot of people are are going to that lifestyle i am one of those people um <laughs> what would be some of your you know if you had some suggestions i don't as know far as- spiral diner, i guess well i'm sorry say I'm, that not again. A vegetarian.
3: <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian everyone loves spiral diner i've gone to spiral a couple of times and i've ordered the food and i've been like very underwhelmed but my recommendation to you, Juan, would be to not go
0: vegan.
1: <laughs> well, we've Same. we've told him it's too late for that. We've told him that. <laughs> I'm already and
0: on the dark side. We yeah, we we well,
3: then just go to then just go to Gloria's and get like the chili Red
0: Leno minus. Meat. I know I got those places. I just wanna know if you had some uh in your back pocket. Well, so. See
1: Juan this proves that it doesn't prove a damn thing, it actually. It no, nothing proven, it, no, proves, not that you, prove it proves that you're doing no. You're too, you're like making you're like the, it proves you're that that like I can't the, go to Central Track if I want
0: some vegan and no. vegetarian options. That's what it means. Goddamn it! It proves like you're like y'all step up y'all vegetarian and vegan game. That's what y'all need to do. Central Track. You're like by that Central Track. You're like
1: the <laughs> Texas politician that just makes a rule for no reason. We have those articles. Okay. Just Google Central Track vegan. They,
3: it'll come up. Okay. All right. No, meat, I take that back. You're there. You're asking me personally, and I'm like, you
1: you heard his drink order. You you heard his drink. Yeah. Why do you think he would not eat meat? This guy. He, a, a, a Jack and diet and then a, shot of, and a shot of fireball. That's a guy that eats his steak when he wakes up. I apologize for my outbursts. Pete. All right. So yeah, here's, a, I'm, I'm,
3: a, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm an, I'm, I'm an anchor man. Yeah. A, he's a he's man. He's a man. He's
1: 40. <laughs> all right. Here's another question. Um, who are your top five worst influencers in Dallas? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to hear these. In Dallas. Yeah. Wow. You're going to break it down. Hopefully I'm on there.
3: You know, what? I'll say check back in cent- on CentralTrack.com in August. No.
1: Oh my god, this, I can't wait. This for is that. the article I cannot wait for. Like nothing, nothing makes me happier well, than like a top post
3: on those lines, right? We've we have it. We have a uh, like every couple of years we come out with the douchiest bars in Dallas. Oh Ooh. yeah, what? let's hear those. All right, no, what? Are the, what? No, I'm not. I'm not afraid about well, like imagine yeah. every place t- Jesse DJ yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I- so then Vice, this new area yeah, of deep album that's going to be called Echo. Vice. Hold on,
3: did I just hear Jesse laugh away from the camera?
1: yeah the No, people? I yeah, that's funny. You know what's
3: also uh I mean I can pull off the list, Jesse, but it's literally just gonna be like yeah.
2: you're a place of But I did play the the Central Track Awards, the post party. You remember
3: that? So Yeah, hey, we're open to douchiness, <laughs> Hey, d- douchebags have money sometimes that <laughs> yeah. they will give to yeah. you. <laughs> douchebags need really- love too. Hey, no. Listen, I'm a guy who literally cops to drinking Jack and diets, and drink and shooting fireballs. Like, like there, I understand like the uh, the douche the implication of me call. Yeah, I embrace the. The, the, I I mean, I do too. Listen, like some all all the more reason why I am an authority on calling other places.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I would love to hear your take and see if you guys do an article. On uh, this new area called Vice over here oh, in Deep Bell, yeah. and that's going to be it's it's bottle
3: So I'm interested in that entire strip because yep. I think I think the Good Latimer stretch is about to be the douchiest. Oh, yeah. oh thousand percent, It's going to be what
1: Cedar well, Cedar Springs I, I
3: was. The Cedar Springs, yep. The non-gay Cedar Springs yep. stretch yep. is about to transition to Good Latimer, yep. and uh, it's going to be tragic. <laughs> it's what it, what it it might one positive will be. That it might like suck the douchiness away from the rest of Deep Ellum mm-hmm. so we can oh, go back yeah. to having no, fun. fun. Yeah. Because Uptown's too far gone. Yeah. So douchiness has mm-hmm. infiltrated Deep Ellum. Yeah. Uptown is so now like. If there's a bunch of douchey bars along Good Latimer, then they'll just hopefully self contain.
1: What are, what are Aside from Double Wide, what are Pete's top five bars in Dallas Bef- pre pandemic, whatever? What are, what, are, okay. what are the places I mean, that we could find you at?
3: Double Head for sure, Three Links, okay, Black Swan, Ooh, yes, yep. Chat the game. Those are like my three go tos. To be honest, beyond that, I would say
1: maybe like the libertine, mm-hmm. okay, Yes. On the yeah,
3: yep, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, the Grapevine.
1: Okay, yeah, that's over off of uh, Oak Lawn and uh, Maple.
3: So I first been, became aware of that because that's where the observer offices are, and it's literally right downstairs. Juan,
1: you'd so love it. They have a uh, they have a pretty nice like patio mm-hmm. uh, back door area, and uh, they have a have have, fucking have basketball goal. Basketball, basketball hoop,
3: yeah, exactly. You can go out there I and think shoot. Those are, those are probably, those are probably my top four bars that I go to more than anywhere else. Yeah, so yeah, did, top five.
1: Did you ever go to Tiny Victories, which is what brand we were talking about, Brandon? Yeah.
3: Right? Uh, the first time I went to Tiny Victories is because I was hanging out at Spencer records on valentine's mm. day because Spencer records on valentine's day holds an annual 214 day party because mm. valentine's day is 214 day 214 being dallas yes. area code so i was hanging out there doing some promo for central track and then me and my homie carlo ramos is one of the best photographers in the city like took a break and went and got some cocktails next door at tiny victories and that place has some great cocktails
1: but Pete, hey, man, we appreciate you jumping on the really pod do. today. Uh before we let you go, uh whatever it is that you want to promote, whatever the, you know, the the latest, uh, let's let's hear it. And then uh we'll make sure our listeners out there can, you know, go follow, subscribe, and and put in that five a month and have central track every every time they want to look.
3: Yeah, I'd say I'd say just in general, check out centraltrack.com. Uh, whatever your social medium of choice is, just search Central Track on that social medium. You'll find us. We have a couple of different like spellings of the name, but you'll find us. You find the, the triple CT. That means it's us. Um, so follow us on all those channels. If you feel so inclined to support us, you can find ways to do so at centraltrack.com slash help. Or if you're a Patreon person, you can go to patreon.com slash central track you can find ways from $5 up to $150 a month to support us. But mainly, I think the biggest thing is just uh, go to centraltrack.com. If you find content that you really enjoy, you know, uh, share it, right? If you like an article, share it. We are not uh, corporately backed. I am the guy you're listening to right now is the top of the food chain. So, uh, you know, we don't have... uh, anyone else really like underwriting our stuff beyond the readers so if you like what you read all i ask is like don't just let it die there share it you know put it on your social media. be like hey this is interesting i would like to see more of that um but in general we're really appreciative of the support that we currently get and we welcome all new readers to the fold as they come
1: love it and we feel the same so you know, like, like our podcast and promote it. And we like central track, we promote it. That's called, that's called cross pollination. You know, that's how it works. You uh, pick up, yeah. up on that Pete? <laughs> yeah. No, we, 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 Hey, we'd love you to promote us. We'll promote you. Uh, we, we are all about uh, anything local. We're all about, uh, you know, people that want to create people that, that have, uh, that are driven that have spirit that that just uh that love what they do whether it's i don't making a new wine making a you know a restaurant fashion media whatever it is we're here for that you're here for that and uh we, we love what you're doing keep doing what you're doing and chase that money
3: yeah thanks for having me guys i do appreciate it and i wish you uh Continued success with the pod.
0: Sure, appreciate it. And like we like it's like uh, like Brent said, like we, we want to celebrate the creators. You know, we, we always celebrate the celebs and celebrate the people that made it, but we need to celebrate the creators, and that's that's what we're here for. So Pete, thank you so much for joining us, man. We sure appreciate it, uh, Pete Freeman of Central Track. Thank you. Uh, be sure to follow us on I'll Have a Double podcast on Instagram and I'll Have a Double on Facebook. I had podcasts on Twitter. And everywhere you find your podcast, we are there. Apple Podcast listeners, please be sure to subscribe and comment. We did see some couple more comments last week. Thank you so much. I put them on Instagram story. Oh, Thank yeah. Thank you. We keep those. Yeah, no, Keep those coming. And then one last thing. Uh, Brent, when have I ever gone anywhere and said, ooh, a basketball court? I want to shoot basketball. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys, for joining us. We will see you next week. I'm be.
1: I'm Brent Crable.
0: I'm Jesse Cool. And thank you, Pete. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.